Hey guys, it's Katie Baldwin here for another episode, another podcast. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed the little segment that I did, or that I'm starting to do with the Saint Diary Saint Faustina. So I, I hope you guys are gonna get a lot out of that. But um, let's go ahead and do our daily readings for today, and here we go. For you remember, brothers, our hardship and weariness. We preach the gospel of God among you, working night and day, so that we would not be burdensome to any of you. You are witnesses, as is God, of how holy, just, and blameless we were with you who have believed. And you know the manner with each one of you, like a father with his sons, in which we were pleading with you and consoling you, bearing witness so you would walk in a manner worthy of God, who has called you into his kingdom and glory. For this reason also we give thanks to God without ceasing, because when you have accepted from us the word of the word of the hearing of God, you accepted it not as the word of men, but as it truly is, the word of God, who is working in you who have believed. Your responsorial psalm today. Where will I go from your spirit? And where will I flee from your face? I ascend into heaven. You are there. If I descend into hell, you are near. If I assume my feathers in early morning and dwell in the utmost parts of the sea, even there your hand will lead me forth and your right hand will hold me. And I said, Perhaps darkness will overwhelm me, and the night will be my illumination, to my delight. But darkness will not be impenetrable to you, and night will illuminate like day. For just as its darkness is, so also is its light. Here's your gospel reading. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! For you are like whitewashed sculptures, which outwardly appeal brilliant to men, yet truly inside they are filled with the bones of the dead and with all filth. So also you certainly appear to men outwardly to be just, but... Sorry, I got a weird message. Um, um, so I appear to men to be just, but inwardly you are filled with hypocrisy and inequity. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, who build the sculptures of the prophets and adorn the monuments of the just. And then you say, if we had been there in the days of our fathers, we would not have joined with them in the blood of the prophets. And so you are witnesses against yourselves, that you are the sons of those who killed the prophets. Complete, then, the measure of your fathers. So... Um, pretty much, I'm not really going to focus a lot on the daily readings today, only because we've discussed the idea of looking inward at ourselves. We talked about that yesterday. Um, you know, and, and again, that's all Christ is doing here is he's, he's, he's going through his seven woes. That's what it's called. It's the seven woes. And he is, you know, reminding us that we ourselves need to look inward. We need to look inward and not outward. And uh, we need to be mindful to look inward and not outward. And, uh, you know, uh, we, we need to focus on looking at ourselves instead of saying, oh, that we're something that we aren't. So, 
I love today's reading from St. Faustina's Diary because it's titled Sweetness or Bitterness in Life. Which do you prefer for your life? Daily sensory experiences of sweetness or bitterness? In other words, do you desire to take delight in the many aspects of your daily life? Or, you de- or do you desire that the daily duty you fulfill leave you with a certain bitterness within your senses? For most people, the answer is simple. Sweet, simple. Sweetness is much better. But is it? Interestingly, the experience of sweetness or bitterness in life is not a good guide toward a life of holiness. At times, even sin can taste sweet to us, while acts of holiness can be bitter at first. Understanding this will allow us to move deeper into our embrace of the will of God. Our goal must be to seek His will purely for the sake of His will. We must have no preference regarding regarding the delight or suffering that comes as a result of embracing His will. If God's will requires great sacrifice, leaving us with a sensory experience of suffering, then so be it. If His will draws us to an exchange of love that leaves us with a sweet delight, then so be it. Though it is hard to arrive at a level of total detachment, we must strive for it. His will and His will alone must be our focus. In His will alone do we discover His abundance of mercy. Reflect upon the difference between God's will and the delight or distaste you feel from embracing it. When his will calls you to sacrifice, you will find it to be be a sort of bitter experience. Bitter in the sense that it may challenge your senses. Do not worry about this. Seek his will in all things, and the joy in your heart will ultimately overshadow all other immediate experiences you have. His will opens the door to his abundant mercy. I love this. I absolutely love this reading today because it's so true. You know, we talk about so often the idea of suffering and we talk about the idea of doing his will. But, you know, this puts a different perspective on it. And I love this idea of sweetness versus bitterness. And the reason that I love this so much is twofold. Number one, we gauge our life based on how sweet it may be at the time or how bitter it may be at the time. We think, oh, my life is going really good, so it's very sweet. Or my life's going really bad, it must be bitter. But the problem is, that is an opinion. It's opinionated thought. It's not really what it is. But if you go based on his will for you and what he, you know, what he wants of you, That's a better way to gauge your life, is am I doing the will of God even if it requires me to suffer, even if it might leave a bitter taste in my mouth? Am I doing his will? Because as St. Faustina says in today's reflection, his will and his will alone should be our priority. Nothing else comes before him. Nothing comes after him. So, when we talk about the idea of bitterness, or we talk about the idea of sweetness, I feel like we shouldn't gauge our life 
based on those two attributes. I think a better way to gauge our life is, am I doing his will for me? Am I doing his will for me? And that can be hard to discern. Because on the one hand, you're like, how do I discern that? I don't know how to discern that. Well, that's why you spend the quiet. You spend, the, you spend quiet time reflecting and waiting to hear his voice. Because he will speak to you. But you must be quiet. You must listen and be attentive. And see what direction he is leading your life in that particular moment. And again, we you know, we want to use the simple terminology bitter or sweet, good or bad. But really, the best term, the best gauge that we can use for our life is the question, am I doing his will or not? Am I doing his will or not? Because if I'm doing his will, I will find great pleasure even if there is great suffering. Because honestly, great suffering, great pleasure is derived from suffering. I've talked about that before, and it's true. You know, we like to, you know, talk about, oh, suffering is, you know, such a terrible thing. But as St. Faustina reminds us in today's reflection, that suffering can give us a sweet taste, even if we think it might be better to begin with. It doesn't necessarily have to be. Um, you know, I feel like we get too drawn into our lives, so to speak. Like, we are so caught up in the world. And we're caught up with that bitter or sweet idea. Let's get out of that. Instead of saying, oh, my life is so bitter, or my life is so sweet... Gauge it by, are you doing God's will for your life? Are you doing his will for your life? And if you are not, how can you? How can you better serve him and his purpose for you? Let's do our evening prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, I seek your most holy will about all things. Help me to choose your will, no matter how difficult or how delightful it may be. Purify me, dear Lord, and give me a single focus in life so that my embrace of all your, of all you call me to do will bring forth your perfect mercy. Jesus, I trust in you. Well, guys, um, if you want these reflections, I highly recommend to get the Diary of St. Faustina, and it's got all, I think, 355 reflections in it, and uh, really, guys, it's really just fantastic, and the the reflections are different for each day, um, and, and, you know, it's just a little reflection with a little prayer, and I really do recommend you guys take time to actually start reading these and meditate on them, because they're very insightful. I, I like I said, I love this evening's um uh, reflection. Like I said, if you guys want, you know, a specific 
time set away for these reflections, I can do that too. I just figured I would add them to the end just to give you guys an idea, you know, see how you guys like it. I can do that. I can do its own little post if you would like. Just, you know, let me know what you guys think. And as always, thank you guys for listening. Um, it, it seems to be the traffic has slowed down a little bit, but that is perfectly fine. Not a big deal. I think we're still trending at, let me look here. Let me look. So I am looking at the fact that I'm still. I still have 38 plays for my Olstein and Myers False Teachers podcast. That's pretty great. I'm glad we got a lot of hits on that. Um, but I'm not seeing anything else that is up there. Let me look. Yeah, I think that's the highest one right now. It's 38. Like I said, whatever podcast gets to 100 is one I will go back over again. Um. And, uh, like I said, I'm not seeing too many here. It seems like the traffic has slowed down a little bit, but that is not a big deal. I am not overly worried about that. Um, the idea is, you know, the message will get out to those who really want to listen to it. So, um, like I said, hang in there. So, anyways, thank you guys, as always, for listening. It is a great pleasure to do these for you, and I hope that you get something out of it as much as I do. So, God bless you all, and good night. Bye-bye.